Simpson. Homer Simpson, he's the greatest guy in history. From the town of Springfield, he's about to hit a chestnut tree. Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. This episode we are pitting the Flintstones against the Simpsons. Alright, so... I guess the first thing we have to establish straight off the bat, are we allowing the pets? Because if we do, the Flintstones have a fucking dinosaur. Yeah, but it was a shit dinosaur. I know. If it was the dinosaur thing, I'd be more worried about the, the sort of hybrid um, kangaroo dinosaur thing that the Ruggles had in the fifth series. Yeah. Well, I'd be more worried about that because like, Sanders at the Halper and Snowball 2 through whatever, um, they were a bit of shit really. Well, they're just, yeah, your average. I mean, Snowball was pretty vicious as cats. I want to be. Yeah, but it's still a cat compared to a dinosaur. Yeah, and I mean, there's also a saber-toothed tiger. So Yeah, I can never remember where that came from because... I, had th- it, I it, thought it, it was in... the Rebels, but Fred kicks it out in the credits. Yeah, it was in it? the credits. It came through the window. Um, but I don't, I don't remember ever seeing it again. No. Um, I mean, f- for that reason, I mean, I'm not sure I'm not really sure the pets lad much just because they, they're not treated... In, in ways which would ever sort of you'd see them conducive to being warriors or, or sort of attacking animals. I mean, I guess you could ride Dino. Yeah, and to a point, you could probably. Um, we'll come on to it in the episode where it came up. You could you could probably sort of ride the um, the, the Dinoru as well. Yeah, because it was big enough. It was sort of, no, it was human size. You, you know, one yeah, of the kids yeah. could ride it. Whereas the, with Simpsons pets, like you, I, I guess Maggie could ride Santa's little helper, but that's about as far as it goes. Yeah. So I think I think the pets are kind of null and void then. So if we if we stick to like stick the to people, main, okay, people and core casts because yeah, the other th- the other thing obviously they've both got massive supporting casts. Yeah, which if we I mean yeah, The Simpsons especially has a huge cast of characters, so we have to stick to the family. You say I that I mean The Simpsons have got what three hundred characters that have appeared over the years. I was when I was doing the research yesterday, The Flintstones have got over a hundred. Wow. Which I had no idea. Yeah, I had no idea. But either. it's people who no, might be mentioned once or twice. And then and you then, see them again. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, you, you look at it and it's like, oh, okay, well, there's the guys who worked at the, the, the quarry with. You see some of those every now and again. Yeah, and sure. The guys at the bowling place. and Yeah. So yeah, it's, um, yeah, I think we've got to go with sort of the core cast. So from the, from the Simpsons, it would be the five. Mm-hmm. Um, with um, with the Flintstones, it'd be the, the Rebels and the Flintstones. Yeah, you have to have obviously Rebels in the game. We're saying Flintstones, but the Rebels yeah. are as much a part of that family as absolutely. Yeah. So we got okay. So we're looking at Fred, Wilma, Barney, Betty, Pebbles, and Bam Bam. Yeah. And then we're looking at Homer, Marge, Bart, Lisa, and Maggie. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I guess obviously the reason we, we've done this is because. The shows themselves are, although they're generations apart, they are essentially very similar. There's no doubt the Simpsons owes its existence to the Flintstones. Absolutely. I mean, reading it yesterday, I mean, I was was reading more about the Flintstones, and I'm more comfortable with the Simpsons having grown up with it to a point. Uh Although that said, I don't think I've seen a new episode of the Simpsons since the movie, so that's probably 10 years. I'm in a similar boat Um, there, yeah. But I think in the 20 years before that, I picked up enough to know the characters relatively Uh well. Um, We'll judge that at the end of the show. Um, but yeah, the, the, so the, the whole premise behind the Flintstones was that um, Anna Barbera wanted to go back. They'd, they'd done a couple of shows which were aimed at kids, and they lost a lot of their audience share because um, I can't remember which one came first. Was it um, oh, fuck the blue dog thing? Fuck the blue dog. Yeah, no, I can't remember. Uh, it's been a long time since we talked BCRT on this show, but I mean, <laughs> uh, well, it's not the first time. It probably will be the last. 
Um, yeah, I can't remember what the name of the show was, but um, they, they had a show which was very much aimed at parents and their children, and then they kind of went away and did more kids-based no, kid stuff, and they realised that they were losing out on audience share because they didn't have anything that was had that sort of mass appeal. So they wanted to create what was effectively the first animated sitcom, mm. and that's exactly what they did. And then you, 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 know, you jump on to 30 years from that where you had Simpsons, and then you had South Park on Family Guy, and mm-hmm. um, Future Armour and that sort of stuff. I said they wouldn't have happened without no. uh, without the Flintstones. No, Flintstones was first to the door there, definitely. Um, I mean, it shows its age now, not so much in terms of, I mean, the animation is very typical of that Hanna-Barbera yeah. style with a lot of repeated frames and stuff like that. More in terms of the gags, um, I mean, at the time, I've no doubt it was considered, as you say, almost adult, but now it is quite basic, it's very slapsticky. Yeah, it is. Um, uh, but I think, I think that's the product of the time, rather. It, it definitely is. You look yeah, at the sitcoms of the time as well. Yeah, so. you look at the sitcoms of the time, they were all the same stuff like the Honeymooners and uh, the things. Mm. It was all very in your face, slapstick. Yeah. Um, that, that, that was the type of humour. Um, and one thing I, I really liked about the premise of it was that it was the modern world just set in the Stone Age. So you'd have a camera inside the camera, it was a bird pecking out yeah. the picture. Uh, like a record player was a, a bird with a long beak that it bit something, they bent it over and it, you know, it went into the groove of the record. And stuff like that, I mean, you look at it now and it seems cheesy as hell because it's been done for so long since Flintstones did it in the 60s. Yeah. But at the time, that would have been like, fucking hell. Where'd that and, come from? Yeah, and, and having said that, I guess even by today's standards as well, it's only really the gadgets that do it, but quite frequently they would break the fourth wall. It was only the gadgets, but it was. It but it was, was those animals would quite often do something like peck out something on a stone tablet and then turn and directly address the audience. Yeah, which it was, was quite uh, ahead of its time. Yeah, it, and it was it was usually a case of oh my fucking god, what am I doing here? Yeah. Or, you know, like my cousin's a bartender in Bermuda and I'm stuck doing this, so it was yeah. that sort of thing. But yeah, and it was one of their gimmicks. But again, it's it was just an extra gag, an extra layer of gags they put in, mm. and I think it worked quite well. Yeah, which I mean, even I mean, obviously, The Simpsons has been known break the fourth wall, but it's in a a less direct fashion. Yeah, uh, it would be more of a knowing kind of. Yeah, it's, it's more sort of meta. Yeah, um, and I think that's again that owes a lot to the fact that the Flintstones were doing it in the sixties. The fact that now it's it's acceptable to do it, therefore they'll do it, but they'll do it in a way where we know we're doing, but we're not telling you we know we're doing it. You just kind of go and yeah. assume we do or don't. Yeah. Um, so it was a bit yeah. almost. Um, yeah. So I mean, it's it was one of those that you you kind of got why they did it. And I think it's. If you looked at it now, as I said, a lot of the gags are very dated and they're quite cheesy by mm. modern standards, but we're talking a show that's 50-year-old. Yeah, exactly. So you'd expect that. Um, so, okay then, so to look at this in terms of the fight, obviously the characters, well, in some respects they're similar, in others they aren't. I mean, probably the, the most direct parallels are sort of Homer and Fred, um, but even those, I think, I guess it's just old to the time, but... Homer is very much more of a modern man, whereas Fred is actually quite 50s dad when oh, yeah, him, very like, much so. finishes work, goes bowling, has a beer with the boys, and leaves Wilmer at home to do all of the housework. Now, there's an element of that in The Simpsons, but um, with The Simpsons, it is that kind of more modern flipped on his head, where even though Marge is the housewife, in inverted commas, she is the absolute backbone of that family. Yeah. And clearly Homer couldn't blow his nose without her. Yeah, but uh, as well as that, I mean, you look at the episodes where Marge does have jobs, where she joins the police, where um, she's making pretzels. Um, There was another job she had. Well, she worked at the power plant for a while, didn't she? Yeah. Um, She goes into these jobs and she excels. Yeah. Um, Whereas Homer is very much, I'll go in, I'll do my 9 to 5, very important safety job in a nuclear plant, 
mm-hmm. and then not give a fuck. Yeah. Whereas Marge, in everything she does, be it her family, be it whatever venture she's on, she throws herself into it. Even to a point where um, it's the episode, the, the Hank Scorpio episode, um, where Homer has this job and um, everybody's miserable. Even her attempt at cleaning the house, she wants to throw herself into that, but she can't because the house cleans itself. Yeah. So she becomes an alcoholic and she even excels at that. Yeah. If you can excel at being an alcoholic. Yeah. But you know what I mean? It's, it's one of those that she adapts very quickly to whatever situation she's in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, as I say, sort of on the other side of the fence, then we look at the Flintstones, like Wilma and Betty are just the housewives. <laughs> they're the 50s, 50s housewives. That's exactly it. They're 50s housewives. They're, I mean, a lot of the time you see them, they're doing chores while they're talking during the day. I mean, yeah. It's the sort of thing that, yes, we'll give an insight into what the women folk do during the day and they're washing stuff. So they're, now they're using um, I can't remember some form of animal as a, as a washboard. Mm. Um, was it a turtle, I want to say? I think it was, yeah. It's like the, the, the root yeah. stomach sort of thing. Um, yeah, they're doing that or they've got um, like a baby woolly mammoth on a lead like leaving it like a hoover and stuff like that. So every time you see them, they are very much domesticised. Yeah. So, so straight away, you have to you have to look at it from the point of view as this is a horrible thing to say, but they are going to be pretty much useless in this fight. They yeah. have very little skill set, very little get them go. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, you look at it and you think, well, the only thing they've got going for them is that, yes, okay, they're 50s housewives and I don't wish to disparage housewives in any way. It's a violent no. lifestyle choice. Get off your asses and get a job. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, it's uh, certainly for the time that was accepted and that was expected to a point. Yeah. But they're also mothers. And you get to a point where there is any sort of altercation involving their kids, and th- there's going to be that sort of ferals of almost caveman aspect to them. Yeah, I mean that—that is, that is the thing. That side uh, of of the fight, they are just by design. They're going to be physically stronger, and they are going to be to a certain extent feral. Yeah, that is the best way to put it. Um, you also, in Wilma's character, I think she's probably got slightly more moxie than Marge has. Uh, just again yeah she was very sassy wasn't she she? yeah she really was even though it was that kind of 50s housewife she was definitely a little bit kind of there's a little bit of Lucille Ball in there is where it came from I was going to say that was sort of it was that sort of not quite back talk um, but it was very much a sort of a side comment or a sort of a backhanded uh, you do get the impression she could probably throw a mean right hook if she had to oh yeah I mean Uh, she'd get beaten to death for it but she'd have a go yeah um yeah, let's see. Lucy Ball was what popped into mind when he when uh, when he said that. Um, but yeah, you you do sort of get that impression. Mar- like, Homer and Marge will argue, but she she never talks back. She never she never sort of vocally does. She never goes for him in such a way where she loves to cut him down. She'll no. disagree with him. Yeah, she, uh, but she'll never chop him down the way that Wilma does with Fred. No, and Betty never does it with Barney either because Betty's a bit of a doormat. Betty absolutely. I mean, I mean Barney's pretty much a doormat, to be honest, for yeah. Fred. But yeah, I mean, I mean, Betty's almost. You could argue there's some sort of abusive relationship going on there. I think, oh, absolutely. It, but again, on I mean, an emotional level. Yeah, geez. but I mean, I think a lot of it is you look at sort of that time again. You look at the this of the yeah. It was when, just, when was the Flintstones? I think it was like sixty. It started. It was just accepted. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it was post-war suburbia, just yeah. said in the in the Stone Age, um, where. You know, Man rule roost. Man, yeah. man go to work. Woman stay home. Cook, look after kids and clean house. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that was it. So I mean, but for me, that that part, that side of the Flintstones is a perfect example. So the oppressed kicking downwards. Fred is in a fairly menial job. He's a, he's a Bronto crane operator or something, something like that. Yeah. Works in a, yeah, no, it, it's a it's a regular. No, job. It's a it's a blue collar yeah. kind of construction environment. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he goes home and 
because of Wilma's character, because she does have that bit of sass to it, instead of moaning and just stepping all over her, he kicks down what's on the barn, he kicks home, who gets home, kicks down onto Betty. Yeah. And then you've got to, you've got to feel sorry for poor Bam Bam. Apart from the fact he's got a big fucking club. I, I think, yeah, you, nobody's going to fight with Bam Bam, though, because he's super strong and has a club. That's it. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Betty's kind of bottom of the tree in that respect. Mm. You know, it's, she's, she's never going to sort of get her own back in any sort of way. No. Whereas, like, to, again, to, to kick it back over to The Simpsons then, where you say you don't get sort of Marge being that direct with Homer, I think that's more, again, is just a character she doesn't have to be because she is actually in the position of power in that relationship. Yeah. And she knows perfectly how to manoeuvre and manipulate in order to get what she wants out of Homer. Yeah, that's right. She is the smart cookie there. Homer is a blunt object. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's, by, by his design, his character is dull. Yes. That is the whole point of Homer Simpson. Yeah, he's, he's Joe Everyman. He works a yeah. normal job. He goes home to his wife and you know, his wife and his kids in their house they can all afford to keep enough to keep over their heads and they can't yeah. afford to repair and their beat up car and all the rest of it. Yeah. Um, but somehow they go all over the world and don't have to drop a hat and Yeah. Um so I mean you mentioned the kids there, that's I guess that's gotta play into this as well, because even though there are only two kids on the Flintstone side as opposed to three on the Simpsons side, and the kids are younger on the Flintstone yes. side, they very much are prehistoric. Yeah. I mean Bam Bam is strong. You frequently see him lift Furniture and other yeah. objects, and these—I mean, furniture's made out of bloody rock yeah, in this that's instance. That's it. And he's got the club, and his whole character is that he likes to hit things with his club. That's yeah. why he's that, called. That's Bam why Bam. they named him. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, he's got to be probably—I think—he's probably the strongest fighter out of the bunch. Yeah, and I think that'll come into play later on. I mean, talking about the kids, obviously, Bart. Bart is a smart ass, but gets his ass kicked fairly regularly. Yeah, I mean, Bart's really more of a ranged attacker, I think. He's got, like, a slingshot and stuff. At least he did early on. He doesn't these days, because who has a slingshot now? Well, yeah, that's but, it. It was the, sort of the Dennis the Menace thing, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, early on there were slingshots and cherry bombs and all sorts yeah. going on. So Bart's more of your ranged attacker. Yeah. Uh, Lisa is obviously the strategist. The I, don't, I, no, I, I think Lisa's going to go the other way. I think Lisa is going to try and talk her way out of it, try and talk her way out of the whole thing just to get a club in the face from Bam Bam. Well, what she's actually going to do is probably peacefully protest that everyone else is fighting. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to a point where somebody comes up again and caves a skull in. Yeah, um, which, which, would, yeah which would obviously be... That's probably what the trigger of this is, if they're having an argument. I mean, she's not going to be the first one to throw a punch, but she's definitely going to be the first one to be taken down. Oh, God, yeah. Um, which is obviously going to set the rest of the family off the deep end. Yeah. Um, um, you look at Maggie as well. I mean, Maggie is an interesting one because you, they spent so long hyping up like Maggie's first word and stuff like that. Yeah. They spent years on that. And then what they sort of snuck in later on, like they had the, the Great Escape episode where she's in the daycare and she sort of led, the, led them all out and all the rest of it. And then you had um, her rivalry with the unibrow kid and all this sort of stuff. And they tried to build up this, this character. All they actually did was, was build a fighting baby to mm-hmm. the point where you get to the film, I mean, spoilers, but the film's 10-year-old, so bite me, um, that you get to the end of the film and she cold-bloodedly shoots somebody in the back with a shotgun. Yeah. Um, you know, and, you, and there are allusions to that sort of in the, the run-up to the film. And then sort of afterwards, I think that the couple of episodes I've seen sort of become post-movie, um, again, where Maggie's so featured, Maggie is now this badass baby. And okay, she's still the baby and they're still... They're still She's still secondary to most of the stories. Yeah. Um, but when she is in there, she's fucking vicious. Yeah, she's not to be underestimated. Um, definitely not. I, I kind of see that she's going to work as a tag team with Marge because the two of 
very rarely separated. Yeah. And it's funny you say that because I don't know if you remember the arcade game um, from yeah. the early, very early nineties. You could play as Bart and he had his skateboard and he, you know, he sort of jump over people, yeah. whack them with it. Lisa would not hit people with a sax. I think Homer had a uranium rod. Yeah, Marge had Maggie. No, Marge had a vacuum cleaner. Did she really? Yeah. I thought there were bits where she had Maggie in. No, her no, no. The whole point of the game is that Maggie gets stolen. Oh, that's right. Because she has a, a diamond. That's um, right. There's a there's a diamond heist, and the diamond flies up in the air, and Maggie ends up with a diamond in her mouth like a dummy, and so right. she gets stolen and taken away in a oh, hot air balloon. And that's then right. That's right. I do remember that. There've there been a couple of games. I might be thinking of a later one. Um, yeah. There was one on the PS3 when that first came out, and there might have been that one I'm thinking of. But there was very, there was definitely one where Marge is carrying Maggie for the whole thing. Yeah. It wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, the um, the arcade game Marge has a. So you are right. I, I, yeah. yeah, you are right. I do remember that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they would. I said they would very much come as a tag team. Now I've we've sort of talked about doing various iterations of the Simpsons and that throughout this podcast. And one of the ones I've sort of talked about doing before is Maggie and Stewie Griffin because they, you get the impression that you know, Stewie again is going to be this sort of big you know, in general and all the rest of it. But Stewie's actually a bit of a twat. Yeah, he's not going to be very good in a fight. Whereas Maggie, no, Maggie doesn't talk. Maggie doesn't um, give you anything. She just, she'll she'll just shoot you in the back yeah, of the truck. She'll straight up fuck you up. Yeah. yeah. Whereas Stewie will talk a good game, but then he'll skin his knee and run on like a little bitch. Yeah, I think actually, probably the two strongest fighters. Yeah, if we look at that, you are looking at Maggie and Bam Bam, just because they are the two that are, I think they've got the most rage. Whereas yeah. you know, both Homer and Fred are actually like. You, you get the impression there's a lot bubbling under the surface, but they are actually fairly placid. Yeah, I mean, Homer will explode with rage at the wrong people. Like, he will be frustrated with his day at work, so he'll come home and beat the kids. Yeah. I know, he'll be strangling Bart. And but he's, he's not so he's but not he, a serial killer by any stretch of the No, that's it. And, and like, you look at him, like, even when um, you go into episodes where he has to fight, like where he goes into the boxing episode mm-hmm. and stuff like that, he doesn't actually want to fight. No. His whole thing is, I'll stand there, take a punch, and let the other guy beat himself up and wear himself yeah. out. And that was his whole thing. And that there are some, I mean, Homer's a, a funny character. And when we get into the fight, we'll talk about it more. But there's so many times he should have died. Well, this is going to be key, I think, to this fight. Because, I mean, well, yeah, we're talking around the issue. But let's, let's get into it now with Homer then. Like, he's he's physically extremely unfit. Yeah. Uh, as we know, he's not a very good fighter. But it has been shown time and time again that he has an almost superhuman ability to absorb damage. Yeah. Uh, I mean, is the whole episode where he, he goes to the freak show and starts yeah, getting a bowling ball in the stomach yeah. and stuff like, like he is almost superhuman in his ability to take damage. But not only that, like you've got the um, you've got that episode with the cannonball. You've got the episode where he was he was a boxer. Um, you've also got the one where he eats the um, the blowfish mm. very early on. Yeah, yeah. And should have died. I mean, he ate the wrong part of the blowfish. He should have killed him. Yeah. But it, for whatever reason, it didn't. No, they never kind of explained whether it wasn't the wrong part and that the chef got it wrong or whether he's just fucking immortal. But there's also the way he tried to, um, Bart was going to jump over a gorge on the skateboard and he took the skateboard off him and he did it yeah. and he fell and he went, ow, 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 yeah, ow, ow, yeah. all the way down and he comes up on the stretcher and they bang his head on the on the rocks and stuff like that and then the stretcher goes back over the edge and he does it again. Anybody else would have died. You know, and then, yeah. as I know, there are things that fall on him. Thing, you know. Yeah, he's he's like a, he's almost like a loony tune in a way. Yeah. <laughs> There is a, an element of kind of narrative dissonance there with his character, where it's like, even though the Simpsons world is actually reasonably grounded, yes, like Homer can take ridiculous slapstick amounts of punishment, yeah. And I, I don't 
ever really recall seeing that over on the Flintstones? No, and I think part of that's because of the time it came. Like you didn't, you had that slapstick comedy, but it wasn't so slapstick to us. No, Barks Brothers, um, Three Studios sort of yeah. thing. But where no, it was no, no Curly and Moe and all the rest of it. But and something no, poking in the eyes and stuff. But you, you didn't really have that sort of. I, mean, I, I frequently remember in the Flintstones the old you'll get like the pterodactyls around the head yes. and stuff like that where, where Fred would get cold clock or another character would get cold clock and yeah. stuff so the, the bump stuff. would come up and he'd have sort of pterodactyls fly around the head yeah. and stuff yeah so, so you see that so you know they physically take damage whereas you don't really get that with Homer he just no, gets that brushes it off and carries on going yeah and I it's like an animated Terminator yeah and the ones you have, the ones you have had where he has acknowledged pain like the, the one that's when he skateboards off the cliff like, yeah you only know he's in pain because he says "ow," oh. and then he's got bandages on. Yeah. But no, I mean, there's no real thing of pain in the entire of the Simpsons, really. I mean, you look at um, when Bart breaks his leg in the, tra- in the trampoline episode. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, there's a point where you see his leg facing the wrong his knee bent the wrong way, and you know, then they put his leg in a cast, but there's never anything of, oh, fuck, my leg hurts. Yeah. No, you never get any of that. No. So, so I think that's, that's got to be key in, in that, you know, yes, like, if you put Fred against Homer, then yes, Fred is is a prehistoric man and he's going to be extremely strong and probably will allow him to use a club and stuff, I guess, because that comes with the territory or even a bowling ball because yeah. you know he goes bowling. But he is going to have to dish out serious, serious... Like, he's going to get tired before he manages to yeah. even hurt Homer. Yeah, I don't think Homer's even going to notice it. I mean, Homer's yeah. just going to sort of just sit there and go, oh, okay, fine. And yeah, I mean, that's that was the whole point. That's that boxing game. So that was the whole point. It was... Um, the the bums he was fighting would punch themselves out. Whereas when he went to the title fight with not Mike Tyson, mm. um, th- because he was a professional boxer and that you know, he was conditioned, all so he didn't punch himself out. Um, so yeah, I, mean, I think I think anybody going out Homer in this fight is going to just do that. They're just going to run out of steam. Yeah, I mean it, it's obviously going to be Fred going at, at Homer because especially with Fred's character at that time, the men are going to go for the men. Yes. He's not gonna. He's not gonna attack Bart because he's a child, and he's certainly not gonna hit a woman. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna. It's almost kind of unfair um, in that Fred and Barney are obviously like, like Barney's gonna follow Fred. He's not yeah. gonna go off on his own. So it's almost gonna be like the two of them are going straight for Homer. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side, I guess you've got Marge and Maggie come as a tag team, which she's gonna go straight for Wilma and Betty. Yeah. Because she's not gonna attack the children, or is she? Actually, no, she's probably not. If she sees people going for Homer, she's going to go for them. Yeah. I mean, to a point where I, th- I think that she- you'll have a point where you have Homer and Marge against Barney and Fred. Wilma and Betty will be trying to keep the kids away and trying to keep I was the- just about to say, away. I can almost see those kind of not getting involved. Yeah. Initially, that's what they've done. That, that's yeah. it. Again, it's that sort of 50s housewife. Let the men do the no, let the men do the talking. We'll go in there and drink coffee and do the dishes. Yeah, you know, and, and what what you can actually see happening there, bearing in mind that Marge, as we said, is like she's she's gone into the police force, so she's got an element of, of skill there in terms yeah. of a fight. But she can read people as well. I mean, she always yeah. knows what no, she always knows what Homer's going to do. She always knows what Bart's going to do. And she that that's probably her greatest gift is that apart from her adapt adaptable chair, she she knows the people around her. I mean, it's also in Marge's character that you can almost see a like if, if Fred's attacking Homer with a club, you can almost see her just walking straight up, taking the club off him, yeah, scolding him, yeah. like a naughty child, and setting him to his room, and said, yeah, exactly, and smacking him across the head with the club as she does so, yeah, like she is that kind of matriarchal character. She's yeah. just going to be like right. 
there's a fight, I am going to stop it. Yeah, I this is my family, this. I will do the fighting. Yeah. Um, however, as as happens frequently in this, in this podcast, this is a fight to the death. So yeah. there is no way Fred is going to be allowed to slouch off to his room. No, that's it. I mean, if, if, if anything, he'll, sort of, he'll be sent off and come back two minutes later like a petrol child. I'm not going to my room, I'm going to fight. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I, but I think at that, at that point, it's probably where you would get some sort of interference or intervention from uh, from the women. Just because, uh, well, it, 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 a cat fight starts there. Don't yeah. talk to my husband. Yeah, you can't like talk that. to my man like that. Yeah. I can't <laughs> yeah. talk to my man like that. Yeah, um, and yeah, I, th- I think that's probably how it's going to go. I mean, Betty has. To, I think Betty's probably going to try with the best intentions to get involved and end up getting on, on the wrong end of a, a bitch that goes is wrong. As completely fucking useless as Lisa is in this fight. Yeah. Let's I mean, be honest, to be honest, I can sort of, I can almost sort of see Betty trying to restrain Bam Bam and getting a club across the head. And not be something Taken down from her own team. Yeah, friendly yeah. fire. I've never understood that phrase, friendly fire. Yeah. Is, that, is that your mate? Yeah, shoot the cunt. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think I, that's probably how I see her going. She's not going to have to get involved in the fight itself. She's more likely to try and, you know, because, I mean, I can't remember if I can get, if this was in the series or the really shitty 90s movie, but Bam Bam was adopted. Right, okay. I, I'm fairly sure in the cartoon he was. Like, he didn't appear until like the third or fourth series. Um, I think I'm fairly sure they adopted him. Um, so I mean that whole thing of having gone through all this trouble of all this heartache of not having kids for her, mm. having to go through this process of getting said kid she's and nurturing her, life, her, yeah. her whole thing is I don't want him getting involved in this fight this could be dangerous Yeah, and in the process of getting herself beaten about the head yeah um, I mean it, there are um, numerous ways I think that Bethy's going to put herself in harm's way here and she, she's useless she is going down same as same as Lisa. Unless you put the two of those together fighting each other, neither of them stands a chance with anyone else. Even then, to be honest, I don't, I don't, I don't see any merit in that because they're, they're just going to be cannon fodder because they're not doing anything else. They're, they're, neither of them are going to want to fight. No, and and at a push, I think Lisa's going to take her down just because we know that even though she'd be doing the peaceful protest and stuff like that, she is ultimately a Simpson and she does have Homer's temper. We've yeah. seen it. Yeah, that's a, she, yeah, she does have occasions. the rage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so but I mean, yeah, I think no, we've identified already. Let's say if Betty's gone, has Lisa got? Did Lisa go first? I can't. Did, was, well, no, not not in the way we started playing it out. Now, because it yeah. started, it, it started with with this cat fight. So Lisa is still very much around and probably trying to calm everyone down. Um, yeah. Now you kind of get the impression, certainly from the earlier ones, not so much the later ones that I saw, because the later ones bark with more of a conscience. But certainly in the earlier ones, he wouldn't have been adverse to, to you know, throwing her under the bus. And so no, he wouldn't have been. But I, I don't know. I think there is an element there that, that you definitely see as the series progresses, where as much as they don't get on, oh, Bart, is, Bart is very much her older brother. Yeah. And if anybody lays a finger on her, yeah, he's going for him with yeah. everything he's got. Um, so whilst yeah, she may be trying to calm everybody down, and I mean, if anything, it's going to be that sort of slingshot spitwad thing where he's going to be getting you know, getting her from behind and just pissing her off. Yeah, oh, he's going to be attempting to get her into the fight. I think more than anything, um, because if he's seeing shit going down, he is not going to want to just because it's futile. Whatever she's doing here is futile. Yeah. So that would be a really rubbish fight to the death if Lisa Simpson talked everybody out of it. Yeah, it would be shite. Uh, <laughs> I think probably the most likely person to go for Lisa in this instance, particularly considering we now know that Betty's gone, is Bam Bam, just because he is 
that creature of, of rage that we talk. He likes to hit things with his yeah. club, but she is a sitting duck. Yeah, she she's a talking thing that's annoying him. So yeah, so Bam Bam's gonna go out and cold clock her, at which point you figure Bart is then gonna throw down with Bam Bam. Yeah. Um, now Bart, as we said, is going to be a ranged attacker, but I don't see that doing any good with Bam Bam either because no. he's too athletic. Well, that's it. I mean, I don't know. And he's got a club. Yeah, so he's, he's got a club. Bat whatever Bart's going to be. That's firing what I was going to say. Back I, I don't know whether they ever, they ever did a baseball episode. I mean, they probably did because you yeah. know they, they ran for six or seven years, I think it was. So, but I mean, he has a effectively a big fuck off baseball bat. Yeah, Bart's not got a chance here. No, I don't think so. I think I think Bam Bam would just charge him down and again smash him one with the club. Yeah, I mean, I think the only. The only advantage you guys he has got that range. You can look to get him to to sort of pick him off as he's coming, which is just going to prolong the inevitable. I think. Yeah, I think it's fair to allow Bart to skateboard if need be as well. Yeah, he always, he always has one. On one. But even so, yeah, you can start running rings around Batman, but eventually, yeah, eventually he's going to get dizzy, or you no, know, he's going to he's going to end up falling off it. Yeah, so I think Bam Bam would take Bart yeah. down as well. At that point, Marge is going to go fucking absolutely ballistic. berserk. Yeah, because no, little prince has gone. Yeah. Um, no, not only is no, it's it's her son, but it's her only son. It's her firstborn, and uh, we've sort of seen that she's. Seen... I mean, to be fair, Marge is going to go postal as soon as Lisa gets taken out. Yeah, I mean, I think Marge is one of these characters that she. There's no, you don't see any sort of favoritism between the kids at all from no. from Marge. You never see that, and that, obviously that's the right the right way, way to put it. That's the right thing to do. But you do tend to get the impression that Bart gets away with more. Yeah, and I think. Possibly because of the way Bart was set up, like Bart was always the rebel, he was always the sort of the rowdy child. Lisa was always the sort of the, the typical middle child who kept herself to herself and wasn't you know. Um Bart was always in shit. Yeah. And he like he got away with a lot more. And like Marge was a lot more forgiving. And I think that that's a part of part of it is because I said because he's the first you know, the firstborn, he's the you know, he, and he's the only boy. I think that's gonna be her tipping point, whereas Lisa dying would have been, Oh fucking hell. We're yeah. in a fight here. I think actually, when you look at the way that dynamic is set up, Lisa dying would be more the thing that sets Homer off because they're very much daddy daughter, whereas yes. Homer doesn't necessarily have that relationship with Bart. Whereas the same Marge does have that connection with the son. So what what we've essentially done there is is piss off the two parents. Yeah. So we're down to three versus four now. Yeah. Because you have Homer, Marge, and Maggie, and we've still got Fred, Barney, Wilma. And Pebbles. Oh, and Bam Bam, sorry. Yeah, they yeah. only so so Yeah, yeah. So, they, so actually, the, the odds have tipped quite substantially in the Flintstones' favour here. But I now think we're down to the really the backbone of this fight, which is that Homer is a tank. Yes. And Marge is now flipped. And I actually think Marge is probably the most skilled fighter out of this bunch. Yeah, quite probably. You know, just by virtue of what she's been shown to do in the show, yeah, she has a uh, level of skill. Yeah, um, and we've also got Maggie's mean streak as well. So I think at this point, actually, Flintstones are going to start dropping yeah. left, right, and center. Yeah, I mean, I think if I think for, well, we, we've not mentioned Pebbles, and we've only sort of touched on Maggie. She's got this, 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 the compassionate sort of streak of her, and she, you know, she does let them. She does. She's a baby. She, you know, she doesn't know. She shouldn't know anger. She shouldn't know the rest of it. But she has this thing. You, so I, I can sort of see it where everybody else is fighting, and you know, she's playing in a sandbit with pebbles for a point where I was just about she, she offers yeah. offer a, a dummy, which she takes, and then all of a sudden it's like, right, okay, you've got my dummy. You're distracted in a cave. You're sculling. 
Yeah, um, it, it's. Uh, I think that no, I, I, we just sort of see it. That's it. That's going to that be sort of part of her contribution. Yeah. And, and Pebbles is a very sweet character as well. Yes. She's the polar opposite of Bam Bam, and yeah. she's this laughing, giggling little girl. Yeah, she's a proper little girl, a, a proper yeah. child of her age. Yeah. So yeah, I can very much see those two off to the side playing somewhere. I think yeah. right, and sooner or later, when Maggie realizes what's going on, yeah, she's going to turn. She's going to turn and. I think, yeah, you, you give that to, to Maggie. Yeah, I mean, and that's always been sort of Maggie's gift and so the, the, in the later episodes where they started to feature her more in this sort of mean streak of hers and this sort of more cunning side of her, is that she does have that sort of switch and she does go, ah, da, 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 my contribution, no, I'm just over here doing my thing, oh, my contribution, you'll never know about it. No. You'll never no, you'll never know what happened to that little girl in the sand. No, no, no. But she's dead. She'll, she'll drown her in the sandpit. Yeah. Is what she'll do. Yeah. She'll just and I'll never tell you, you'll first. never see it. Yeah, but I've done my bit. Yeah, and um, what what triggers her to that? I guess we haven't got to yet, but it's probably going to be just seeing just seeing the family fighting. Yeah, to yeah, death. yeah. Because I mean, you, you again, Maggie. From what I saw, I, mean, I, I haven't seen The Simpsons for years, so I don't know what they've done in, in later years. But there was always the sort of thing that she, you no, know, you had Bart and Marge and uh, Lisa and Homer. And Maggie was just kind of always on Mar- Marge's hip, but she never really had any sort of bonds. Like there was, yeah. ne- there was never really much with the siblings. No, you never sort of got any sort of sense of relationship there. No, um, but yeah, you're right. I think the trigger is just going to be, oh my fuck, look at all that blood. Yeah, and then she's just yeah, straight down going to murder them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like without probably yeah. without and, conscience. And to a point though, they're all no, if they're, they're all nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. It is going to be silent. She, I very much see her drowning her in this, <laughs> and then crawling away, and then and sort of popping up somewhere else later on. Yeah, yeah. That, so that's exactly what's happened there. So I mean, we're now at the point where I think the first person Marge is going for is Wilma, just because it's going to be matriarch and matriarch. Yeah. And Wilma's not got a chance in hell. She'll. I've no doubt she'll throw a punch or two. Oh, she, she'll 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 try and get a licking, but I don't think she's got any sort of chance. She's not. Marge is too skilled. Yeah. Now, what 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 Wilma has it or Wilma has in spades over Marge is her character and her sort of sass and her sort yeah. of. Yeah. But that it's not going to get you anywhere. No, here, that, that's it. I mean, uh, in honeymooners, yeah. uh, it was always the sort of the, the combat was always on one of these days on right now, and it was you always got the impression that that's not that's women's role. They they'll. They'll talk, they'll they'll nag, they'll throw they'll throw their comments in, but when the chips are down, sit down and shut the fuck up. Yeah. Don't get involved. And that will be it. Now she'll she'll talk a good game, but as soon as punches start getting thrown, she won't know what the fuck to do. No. And and she'll have a I I do think she'll have a go. I do think she'll yeah. as I say, I think she's probably got a mean right hook on it. But ultimately, um Marge has got more skill and she's just seen two of her three children murdered. Yeah. Like she's she's taking Wilma's head off. Yeah, by effectively a playground bully. Yeah, I mean she is she is absolutely taking Wilma's head off, and she, she doesn't need any weapons to do it. I just think she will sit like again, trained police officer. If nothing else, she's going to be able to disarm her. She's going to be yeah. able to take her down in a million and one ways. Yeah, like she's just gone. Yeah, she's flat out gone. Um, I kind of just because we've talked about it, I kind of want Marge to take her out with a vacuum cleaner now, like she would have <laughs> in the games. But whatever it's going to be, she's gone. While yeah. while the men, meanwhile, are, are just laying into Homer. Yeah. Um, I mean, they can even get him on the ground and start curb stomping him and kicking him, and the guy's yeah. just going to absorb it like a sponge. Yeah, that's it. And I mean, I I thought this when when Betty fell. Um, I thought I didn't get a chance to say it, but like you get the impression that like, if Marge had gone down, Homer would be would try and get involved and try and stop yeah. that 
with Betty going down, I don't think Barney would. I think his I only. I think anything at this point, Barney's more likely to run away. Yeah, than I think do anything. I think Barney would would be more likely to get involved if Fred went down. Yeah. Because that was kind of the relationship they had. Yeah, yeah, definitely they they were bros. Yeah. But I mean, Barney is just he's useless. He's a, he, he, he was is, the, he was the witless foil. Yeah, like he, he's not going to do anything other than probably stand there and be like, "Gee, Fred." Yeah. You know, like, why are we fighting? You know. Yeah, that's it. And like, he, there was always I think there was a half dozen episode episodes where that would piss Fred off. Like, you know, they'd have an argument about nothing, and then no, Fred would go off and do something with Joe. Whoever the fuck Joe was, I think you know he came up every now and again. You might have only seen him once or twice, but then by the end of it, they'd be best friends again, and it would, you know it would all be resolved. But it was just like there was just no point to him other than for Fred to score points on. Yeah. It was just he was just there to make Fred look more relatable and better. He was the simpleton. Yeah, if anything, and I think that was you probably wouldn't get away with that as much now. No, I mean probably still up until about the eighties you did, and like Futurama did it a bit with Bender and Fry, but Fry sort of had his own. Fry was Bender's foil, but at the same time, he had his own character work to do as well. Yeah. Whereas up until, no, before that point, even, you, you look at the likes of Fred and Barney and sort of Richard coming through in various in various comics and various cartoons and things, and even to a point, there's some sort of, um, British sitcom stuff, stuff like Black Adder, we had Baldrick, who was, you know, we got stupider and stupider as we went through. Mm-hmm. Um, but you always had that witness foil who was just there to make you know, the, their entire purpose. It wasn't for an arc, it wasn't there for a story reason, it was just for the lead to score points off and to look better. In this instance, I don't think that's going to do much good. No, I mean the only, the only use I see Barney being here at the moment is probably where his character was taken as well. Is having seen Betty go down and seeing Bam Bam run riot, he's now more likely to be uselessly trying to get Bam Bam out of this fight and shepherd him away again, yeah. uh, much in the same way that Betty did. I don't necessarily see him getting then clocked by Bam Bam, um, but he's he's certainly going to be occupied there, running around. Yeah, but I think at that point, I mean. Wilma's gone. Marge is I don't know, Marge is now free, and if Barney's trying to get Bam Bam away, Marge is going to want is going to want to get Bam Bam for the reason that he's killed two of her kids. Do you think Marge has got it in her to kill a kid though? I don't think she's got it in her to kill her, but I certainly think she's got it in her to try and disarm him and try and give him a good spanking. Yeah, that's probably more like where it's going to go. Now, at the, all right then. So at this point, we've got probably the strongest fighters on both sides. Um. I don't know, Bam Bam's pretty fucking strong and agile, but Marge is a mother at the end of the day, yeah. and that's a little boy. Like, yeah. she has been, been through this herself. to put him in his place. Yeah. Like, good stern look and ten minutes on the naughty step is yeah. heading his way, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can sort of see her doing that. You, you've never seen Wilma doing that to somebody else's kids. No. And again, I think that's probably a generational thing. Um I mean, you, yeah, you can you can definitely see her managing to talk Bam Bam down yeah. to the point where he's ashamed of himself. Yeah. And then just giving him a damn good smack and sending him off. Yeah. Um, the problem is that doesn't kill him, but it certainly takes him out of the fight for a little while. But then again, if we take if we rewind a little bit and she sends him off to go think about what he's done, where the fuck's Maggie? Well, yeah, this is the thing. The only the only place he's going to go is he's going to slink off to this sandpit now, at which point that puts him squarely in a fight with Maggie. Which, I mean, he's going to have to sit there and reflect on what he's yeah. done while this other fight is going on. And presumably Marge will take his club off him. Well, yeah, that's of course she's she Take his toy off him, right? Yeah, she's going to take his toy, send him off. At which point that opens Maggie to a stealth attack. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> because Bam he doesn't Bam know where she is. Yeah, Bam Bam's a lot stronger, but um, probably doesn't even realise Maggie's there. He doesn't realise she exists. No. I mean, at this point, you can almost see her just emerging from the sand. Yeah, like a predator. <laughs> like a predator, yeah. I guess... <laughs> 
Just taking him out. <laughs> yeah. I said, just sort of dragging him in. And, yeah. But, um, yeah. Uh, Th- that is actually how I see that going. Like, he's going to sl- he's gonna yeah, he's stalk gonna, off in the sand. Yeah, he's going to come up behind her and, again, probably the same way, drag him into the sand and drown him. Yeah, she's going to Batman the motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he's gone. So now we've got Maggie, Homer and Marge. And all we've got left is Fred and Barney. Yeah, and I think at this point, Fred's been going at Homer for quite a while. He's probably on the verge of punching himself out. Uh, yeah, I mean, Fred's not the fittest, but I know we said Homer's not physically fit, but neither is Fred. But Homer is a sponge. Yeah. He will just keep on taking hit after hit after hit, whereas I think Fred, at this point, will have punched himself out, largely. Yeah, totally. Um, he's going to have to try and get Barney involved, which is going to be just a simple case of Barney laying Homer for a bit. Yeah. But you kind of figure... Barney's probably going to be a bit useless. His punches are not going to have the weight that yeah. Fred's has. And he was a lot shorter as well, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, definitely. He's a tiny, tiny man. And to a point, you sort of, you, size, no, height-wise and size-wise, you'd equate him to some more, more to Bart than to, to Homer. Yeah, and meantime now, you've still got Marge standing. You've still got Maggie over in the sandpit. So you can almost see the two of them focusing on Homer yeah. while Marge just walks up behind and bangs their heads together. Yeah. Well, and I mean, Marge, you did kind of get that sort of sense. She had that sort of wicked sense of humour to her every yeah. now and again. Like she would pop up with a, a, the occasional zinger. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. You could just sort of see her coming up behind them and cracking their heads together. Yeah, totally. Um, which would potentially get them down and get the pterodactyls over their head. It's not going to kill them, though. So what we then need to do is, is take them out. Yeah. Now, this brings us back to the place we've always been in this podcast. I don't know which of the Simpsons is a cold-blooded killer. Maggie. Than Maggie, yeah. So I guess what happens at this point is Maggie suddenly well, emerges. Well, at this point, I mean, I, I can sort of see it. You, you look at sort of the way the Simpsons are set up, and it's kind of the same as the Flintstones. In the, it, it was always a morality tale. It was always, I mean, you, always, you had your lesson at the end. So a point where I can see sort of, no, Homer and Marge tying them up and leaving them, no, tying them up and leaving them there. Yeah. At which point Maggie just Maggie pops up and slips when yeah, yeah, looking. Yeah. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It's got to be Maggie that takes him out. The first thing Marge is going to do when she's when she's knocked him out is go and attend to Homer. Yeah. It's the first thing she's going to do. Get him up, make sure he's okay. Yeah. Whilst she's doing that, Maggie can emerge from the sandpit. And yeah. Just, I mean, what's she going to use, though? I guess Bam Bam's club is still around. Well, Marge's got that, hasn't she? Yeah. Um, Didn't... Um... I know Marge had her pearls. Both the women had necklaces, didn't they? Both of them had pearls, yeah. So I mean, there's, there's no reason why she couldn't strangle them. Yeah. Another fitting twist. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Because she's got to get the pearls then, so I guess there's nothing stopping her crawling over. Yeah, I mean, at this point, again, I mean, she's, as I said, she's batman everybody. Nobody knows where she is. Nobody knows what she's doing. No. And she's just, uh, she's never front and centre. Which, no. is, which is the whole thing, uh, certainly with well, the movie. Well, this is the thing, Marge, the Marge is going to be busily attending home, but she's not even going to see any of this. Yeah, they're, they're on the floor, they're unconscious, they're, no, yeah. they're, they're not a problem anymore. Yeah. I mean, she's not physically strong enough to drag you them over to a sandpit, so whatever she's doing, she's got to go to them. She's got to go to them. I mean, she's got a dummy, so one of them, I guess she could stick the dummy in their mouth and hold their nose mm. and, <laughs> and just suffocate the motherfuckers. Yeah. Um... I was going to say, I almost said that that's a bit premeditated, but everything she does is Everything she does, is, that's the whole point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, you kind of get the impression that when she's done stuff in the show, it's always been, yeah, it's premeditated, but it's for the greater good. Yeah. Whereas cold-blooded murder of two unconscious men. Yeah. But yeah. Two unconscious men, though, who are, who are trying, to kill, who are trying to kill her father. Yeah. And have just been curb-stomping him for the last God knows how long. Yeah. 
So yeah, I mean, it's yeah, it's it's the method more than anything else. I mean, as I, from in in true comic style, I, 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 I you could just see that they're just so slumped, so back to back, yeah. their heads on each other's shoulders, with the birds going around them both. So it's just a case, I mean, it's a case of her popping up and. It's how she does it, yeah. Yeah, she's got to shove something down their throat, or she's got to, you know, she's got to strangle them or something. I think the most, the most obvious way, as I say, is, is dummy in the mouth, and then hold the nose. Yeah. Now, the problem is that's quite a lengthy death. Yeah. So it's whether she can manage it on one of them, but well, not the you, other, before yeah. they recover. I mean, the, the other thing, like you, you mentioned it, as I said, that, um, that Marsh had Bam Bam's club. Presumably she's going to put it down when she's going to tend to Homer. So maybe maybe she does pick that. I mean, you, you have seen her where she's she used a mallet on Homer, didn't she? Yeah, I mean, um, so she does have to put that club no, down. She, do, yeah. she does have a history with using sort of percussive instruments, um, percussive objects yeah. and blunt objects. So yeah, maybe not. Maybe she does pick that up and just um, club them. Crack them enough. both over the head. Yeah. And then, and then I'm just saying, Puts it down and toddles, Puts off, it back down, to toddles off back to Marge. Yeah, Marge yeah. picks her up and checks she's okay. Yeah, and then they just walk off. And Homer has done absolutely nothing, which is probably about right for his character. Yeah, to I'd be say fit. so, actually, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think that is probably it. Yeah, so in the fight of the Simpsons and the Flintstones, Maggie wins. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, I, I, I kind of thought it would go that way. Um, but, yeah, I think it was, um, there was a bit more to it than, than I realised. Um, but yeah, so if you want to talk to us about that, or if you've got any uh, got anything you'd like to say, or want to get in touch with anything in general, go to our uh, website, ddpodcast.net, and you can get in touch with us through then. Until next time, see you later. See ya.